Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. Here's Lindegaard. Making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to the 150th episode of the Glovers Cast. And what better way to celebrate the 150th with Mr. Ben Barrett, Mr. David Coates here to talk about another nearly performance from Yeovil Town. Our season, I wouldn't say our season is petering out as such. We seem to be doing some nice things, but are we just going to draw for the rest of the season? What do we think? Ben, Dave, talk to me. How are we oh, doing? Dave, you were there, mate. Yeah. You were there. Let's let's discuss the uh, shenanigans down at the county ground. Because Meadow Lane. Meadow, Meadow Lane, Lane, they call it, yeah. What, yeah. Where, where was I going with county ground? Where's that? That's Swindon. Swindon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's oh, a fair I mean, way from Nottingham, but... Yeah. Meadow Lane, Meadow Lane, not to be confused with Meadow Park, the uh, <clears throat> facilities at Boreham Wood. Oh, of course, yeah. You could yeah. easily mistake the two as well. They're very similar. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, yeah. There's no cheeseburgers at, uh, at um, Meadow Lane, though, but there was a chicken bolty pie, which was brilliant. It burnt the top of my mouth. It was red hot, absolutely red hot. So cooked on the face of the sun, I think. It was that kind of heat, but yeah. Before we so, get stuck into, that's reminded me of another food-based thing I think I, I do want to bring up. Um, it's the fact that we're recording this at 8.36pm on a Sunday night, and Ian's just started a coffee. Yeah. It's very late to be cracking a coffee out. Tell me that thing's decaf. No, it's not decaf. How? What? Why? I want to watch Peaky Blinders. 
<laughs> and I've had, a really, I've had a busy weekend. I need something to get me through until bedtime. Yeah. Don't you worry about don't worry about me falling asleep. <laughs> there's there's a good chance you'll fall asleep while we're talking. Yes, so, it's right. a valid point. That's the bigger that's the bigger worry. You're but the, yeah, you are the perfect uh, antidote for the caffeine. Like. Yeah, yeah. We are like a, a warm cup of cocoa, aren't we? Or hot, <laughs> like hot milk. Ovaltine. Yes, Yovaltine. That's us. Oh. Oh. We are Yovaltine. Write that down. That is, <laughs> we've peaked. We're we, seven minutes in and we have peaked. There ain't getting any better. Ah, Yeovil team. Yeah. Right. Okay. Jeez. Right. See you later then. I right, Yeah. There ain't getting any better. Bradley scored. Lacey equalized. See you later. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's. Oh, wow. How do you even move on from that? Yeah. So, okay. One thing that you said in your conclusions, Dave, that actually was echoed live by um, Marcus in the co-coms position is you both drew comparisons to the Stockport win. Oh, yeah. Uh, he said it live and then you backed it up and I thought I'm going to ask Dave about that because that was very, very good at Stockport and we really loved that. Was he listening to commentary while he was watching the game? <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, I, uh, my hands were freezing cold because my phone was out trying to write a bloody match report as I was going through it. So, uh, yeah. But yes, comparison, similarities. Um, I, I mean, I actually on the on the what turned out to be a drive in because the trains let me down again. So I gave up on the trains very quickly. Took a took a bus into Preston station, got a bus all the way back again, uh, and then drove, uh, which was much easier to just driven in the first place. But there we go. Putin's putting the uh, petrol prices up any so um but yeah so i drove in and i listened to um to us and i listened to paul from the Pie circle talking to me about what we should expect and this uh, you know beautiful free-flowing football team that they had uh and uh, how they you know they play really good stuff and they've got a lovely pitch and all of that and we obviously both of us had suffered at the hands of chesterfield's um plowed field uh in the in the previous games so I, I, I will confirm it is a very nice pitch. It was like a like a snooker table in comparison with what um, what Chesterfield ser- served up. But that was not a team that was playing beautiful, free flowing football. And I think the reason that it wasn't a team was playing, but but was because we got at them, um, as we know we are capable of doing. Um, and I think that was where I drew the comparison with um, with Stockport was that it didn't we didn't give them too much respect we didn't say oh you're a good team we'll just stand here and watch you play and then we'll try and hit you on the counter attack we closed him down and we were hassling in a hurry and I think I said in the conclusions there was a moment in the as the game ticked into the 90th minute where Charlie Wakefield suddenly popped up at left back and I was thinking to myself this is our you know out and out centre forward uh appearing in the left back position so that was the sort of level of um uh, you know, a tenacity that was going in. And I think that's probably where I draw the comparison. What we obviously lacked that we had at Chester, um, we had at Stockport was people that score a goal. Um, so Wakefield didn't look like he was going to do the things that he did. He's obviously several, you know, hundreds of minutes in uh, to the season from where he was back then. Uh, I think Quigley was scored that that day as well, didn't he? Obviously wasn't there. And then 
think Adi Yusuf got the other Good, one. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't, uh, yeah, he didn't come off the bench. So, um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was the comparison I would draw with Stockport. It was definitely, uh, you know, not giving them too much respect uh, situation. Was that how Marcus put it, or did he? What, did, what was his? Yeah, fairly. Just it was all about harassing and going out early and getting yeah. into people's faces and just not. You know, I think the manager referred to it as being ballsy, didn't he? Like going yeah, there yeah. and not basically not respecting them at all. Um, when you see Jordan Barnett in a front three, yeah. that's kind of what you're going to get because he is yeah. that uh, tenacious player, isn't he? Yeah. Um, how was his sort of game? Tenacious. <laughs> yeah, Tenacious Jay. He was, um, yeah, he was definitely, uh, yeah, he was there to close the ball down and um, try and win the ricochets and wind him up a little bit as well. So, yeah, him on one side, uh, Knowles on the other side, again, similarly, um, uh, all over, you know, all over the place in a good way. Um, but uh, and uh, and yeah, and then Wakefield through the middle, and it, it moved around quite a bit. Yet some of them, you know, were, there were there were times where it just felt like it was kind of Wakefield on his own, and the, the other two were, were were a lot deeper. But yeah, I mean, I'm not adverse to Jordan Barnett playing in in that position. Um, it's weird, isn't it? They we signed him as a left back, and now he's. Um, uh, yeah, he's, he's he's suddenly playing forward. Ben, you're shaking your head. Why are you shaking your head? People have been laughing at me. <laughs> laughing <laughs> at me. For saying stick Jordan Barnett up there. Mockery. The mockery I have received. And then we all saw it. We all got the nod. I got a little text from Marcus saying, does someone say Gareth Bale type player? And I thought, today's the day. Today yeah. is the day. Well, I'll still laugh at that. But um, yeah, but, yeah no, you were. He's not going to score a bicycle kick in the Champions League final, is he? He's certainly not. No. But um, yeah, <laughs> but for a team like that, a team I think the manager put they 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 their fullbacks were literally hugging the touchlines um, and getting forward an awful lot. So if you want someone who's going to win the ball back and then go with it, that's your man, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I'm 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 glad he did well because I, I think he does have a future there, um, up up alongside. I really do. I know it's I know it's a bit of a running joke and stuff, but I've not seen a lot of him. But I have seen when he plays at left back, he's a frustrated striker basically. And I think giving him that freedom and having someone behind him, whether it's Robinson, whether it's Williams, that can give him that protection. Let him go. Let him go, especially with the season. We're going to burst into song then. Uh, yeah, I, ne- I nearly channeled my inner Elsa. Um, yeah, let him let him run with it. Let him have it. I like it. I'm a big fan. I was surprised to see Knowles and Smith, given what we were told on yeah. Thursday, that Knowles hadn't trained and Smith. I guess it's a bit different for keepers. You know, they don't I, have to run around a lot. I, I, I could not tell you what was wrong with Grant Smith. He looked exactly the same. He pulled off a few good saves. There didn't seem to be a thing wrong with him. So, yeah, whatever it was, it, it, it couldn't have been that um, uh, too, too upsetting for him. And, um, yeah, Tom Knowles was, yeah, similar, similar all over the place. For if, if that's a man who's injured, make him injured every week. 
he didn't he didn't he didn't look like someone who was suffering concussion. He was he was all over. I mean, he did limp off, but he, I think he said to uh, Sheridan afterwards that he uh, he was okay, didn't he? So yeah. Of course, we need to talk about the goal scorer, Mr. yes, Alex Bradley, and talk about his goal. I, have, mm. I haven't actually seen it. Yeah, yet, so I haven't been on the uh, BT app. Um, talk to us, Alex Bradley in centre midfield. Yeah, and I thought he did really well. I, I thought that when I saw him made net, actually, I think he, he, you know, when when he got the ball, he um, he did something with it. He's he's obviously, you know, defensively minded, so he's got that. Um, he, he brings that into the into the team as well. So I thought he did really well in the middle, and but it was a mistake uh, from from them. Uh, uh, as a result of our pressure, I think it was Gorman who was um, pressuring the ball. Their lad played it back. The keeper had to come too far out. He made a bit of a mess of it. I think it was a young young goalkeeper on loan from Liverpool, I think I'm right in saying, um, who um, uh, did uh, yeah, he, he found himself over his line. The ball broke to um, broke to Bradley, and yeah, probably he must have been thirty yards out. The keeper was you know this this. Uh, the wrong side of the penalty spot so he's a long way out but he lifted it up and and over it was a lovely finish it was yeah a very technical uh, technically gifted finish it could have somebody else could have run up and just walloped it or you know but he properly placed it glided it into um uh over the heads of everyone who needed to go over and and, and in so yeah it's a really good goal i mean i think it was gonna it was always gonna be we'd need Something, a, a set piece, a mistake, something like that, uh, the, to to score a goal. But when the opportunity came our way, we took it and uh, took it very well. You can uh, see his. You can see the goal if you want to go and break embargo. He's managed to Instagram it himself. So oh, he's, been, he's been provided with the footage and Instagrammed it himself. Clearly ahead uh, of embargo for the highlights tonight. I'm um, just running through the national, the BT website to find the national league highlights. Oh, I see. Good luck. <laughs> right at the bottom, 48th page. Um, I was having a bit of a, a look through KnottsCountyStats.com about the game. Someone clearly has way too much time on their hands with regards to Knotts uh, County and, and the statistics. Loads of information about the game, loads of statistics, until I scrolled down to the scatter map of goals conceded. And that is the longest distance that Knotts County have conceded from this season. Is that right? There you go. There you go. I like the idea. I like the word scatter map as well. Yeah. Goals conceded scatter map. Uh, Taking over from uh, Hall Johnson of Wrexham, who scored from a couple of yards further in. But yes. Does it say how many yards out he was? No, it doesn't, unfortunately. It's got a um, X and Z graphical position. It's 20 and 115. I'm not sure what that equates to in yards. But it just says shot, right foot, open play, goal zone, outside penalty area. Very nice. Nice, yeah, isn't, yeah. It? isn't Very it? Very nice finish, yeah. Easy to get that wrong. Yeah, and there was, I thought, you know, that's you talked about the technicality of it. The manager said, didn't he, after that, there's only, they say, list four players who could probably do that, had the technical ability to do that from midfield. So, yeah, it's some interesting comments about Bradley and how he's not, um, he's finally working or training what he expects from a midfield player and, what did he say that he was going to be knackered tomorrow or something? Didn't he? So he was going to be feeling it. Um, was it that sort of all action midfield performance from him? 
yeah, I mean, I, I say when he got uh, when he had the opportunity to win the ball, he won the ball. You could tell that he he's got a, he's been a defender uh, because he can he can win a tackle and he can he can go in. But when he gets the ball down and runs with it. He looks dangerous. He looks like somebody who could, I mean, don't get me wrong, he's not Lawson Diaz or anyone like that, but he's he's got something about him when he goes forward. I I I I'd certainly if we've all accepted our season's over, um, and I think everyone except Paddy Horsington has, but uh we uh <laughs> we sorry, Paddy. Uh, um then I, I like to see a lot more of Alex Bradley in that position. I think um yeah, I think he could be he could be something. Where does he who does he fit alongside then? Because you said he's not Lawson Diaz. Is he fighting with Lawson Diaz for a place? Is he fighting for Sonny for a place? Is he fighting with Gorman Staunton? Who is he up against? He probably up against that Gorman. Well, who did he play? See, he took Worthington's place, didn't he? Yeah. From yeah. the previous game. So him, I would say. Him. But then in that that position, that's sort of not Josh Staunton central midfield. That is Gorman, Worthington, Diaz. Who else did you say? Sonny. Sonny, yeah. Yeah, Sonny hasn't seen much of it, has he? But No, I mean, I don't think... Sonny hasn't seen a lot since Weymouth at home, really, has he? No. No, he hasn't. And I think I I kind of see Sonny as more of one of those front three rather than a midfield yeah. three because I think he's just a little bit lightweight. But sort of forgetting what he's about, really, Sonny, in this uh, period out the team. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would have thought, I don't know. Because, who, who I mean, Diaz came on, didn't he? And he, he, he looked, but, but the th- I think the thing with Diaz is he needs, like, when I saw him with Ola Muller at, um, at, at, at Maidenhead, they linked up really well. And at, um, I oh, know he didn't come on at EC, did he? No, it was Maidenhead. Yeah, he came on. They linked up really well, him and Olamola, because Olamola is a proper striker, um, which is something of a rarity in our side. And Diaz, you could see him. He, I mean, he did more of the attacking when he when he came on than you know, a lot of our other players. So he was he was getting the ball and he was. Bursting himself forward on a few occasions, um, DF when he came on. But I think he needs, you know, somebody that he can play a through ball through to and uh, they can run onto it. And uh, yeah, I think I said at half time in my match report that they've not lived, Notts County didn't live up to the hype for all that. Rodriguez had a great chance, a header. Um, Ruben Rodriguez had a, had a header that he, he should have buried, um, but he he put it wide. Cal Roberts looked lively. Wooten, don't know what's happened to him, but if that's a player who scored 15 goals this season, he I don't think I don't think he did anything all all game when he came on. Sam, the one who we were told was uh, he was informed if anyone was going to score a goal, it was going to be him playing out wide on the left. Got the ball, ran with it a few times. Mark Little kept him pretty quiet so yeah i don't think they lived up to the dearth of a talent attacking talent that we were told that they'd had but we looked like a team that was missing a striker and uh, when but when olamola wasn't in the team when i saw that i did i did fear the worst for us because i thought if they get an early goal um we will just fold like a deck of cards but but we didn't we uh 
we took it to them and that, that seemed to do the job. Add it to this of keeping good front lines in this league quiet then, really. <laughs> yeah. Particular occurrence, isn't it? Yeah. And we should have, we should have got other goals. I and mean, you, you said, Ben, or you're on your Notts County stats thing. How many shots did we have? I seem I to. I shall scroll up. Yeah. I mean, they, they did have quite a lot of um, shots, but I can remember Grant Smith making one or two good saves. There was one just because uh, after Bradley scored, they you know got up uh, up a bit. And I think it was Rodriguez again. It might have been uh, Grant Smith with his feet made a really good stop to deny him at the um not not long after, but there were a couple of occasions. Wilkinson on at least two occasions found himself in not dissimilar positions to the one he found himself in at Chesterfield, but just couldn't get the contact on it. Both um so Notts County had 14 shots. We had eight, but both had four on target. Yeah. I mean I don't remember Smith yeah one once or twice he had he had to really work for it. But I don't think I remember them having a, a great deal. And uh, yeah, but it was just, you just felt when there, there was nine minutes of injury time, which I, I, I questioned nine minutes. There was going to be a bit because there was a the, the usual fracas that there is with us and the FA charge coming our way, perhaps. There was a... Um, uh, you know, a few, I think Bradley, uh, not Bradley, um, Barnett sat himself down a few times and the physio came on. Knowles did the same. So there was a bit of time wasting and all the rest of it. So I, I could have legitimately seen six or seven minutes, but nine minutes was felt very long. And you could see there were the fans were like streaming out these great Notts County fans that we've heard all about um, were streaming out of the of, of the ground and they saw nine minutes and I saw numerous people turn around and come back the other way and that gave them a lift I think when they saw that nine minutes go up and they thought right okay let's go for it and at that point I just thought oh god and the free kick I mean I can't remember exactly what it was for. I think it might have been Roberts who got who got fouled, but it was a soft free kick. But I don't know if you've seen it on the highlights, but it was poor defending for the goal. He just seemed to be on his own, basically, Lacey. Um, and yeah, it's a good it's a good header, but one of those that you uh, uh, the angle it looked like it was going wide, and then he just landed in the uh, in the far corner, and he just thought, oh. There's another one. There is another one of our own, our old ones who scored against us as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think we've had AJ Leach Smith has done it. Um, Tavon Campbell do it in the trophy. Yeah, yeah. Tavon yeah. Campbell yeah, scored as well, didn't he? Yeah, ah. Alex Lacey came off the manga. Yeah, yeah. Manga. Does he count? Yeah. <laughs> count him. I'm, I'm sure Darren Way is taking credit for him somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to just go back a bit Dave because you talked about Lawson Diath and through balls and then shortly after that you mentioned the name Ruben um oh yeah <laughs> uh, oh you, Ruben you did Ruben 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 <laughs> I gather there was a were there a few expletives 
Um, to, I apologise to the I apologise to the people who were stood next to me because I, I won't repeat uh, what I said, but um, yeah, it, it it had a few a few um, asterisks in it. It was after the goal actually. It was after their equaliser, yeah. and 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 they were you know, the crowd were up and suddenly found their voices and uh, and you thought to yourself, Jesus, we could be we could be in trouble here. And then. Diaz got the ball in midfield, but broke forward and did really well to, to get it there. I'll give Ruben Reed his, his due. There was uh, his run, I think, took somebody away from Diaz, allowing Diaz to go forward. So give him, give him credit there. But he was in the penalty area. The ball was squared to him. His job is to get a shot away there. And, and I'm not saying he has to score because there was a bit to do with it. You know, the keeper was there and I think there was another defender in the in situ as well. But he has to get a shot on target from there. That is what a striker does. This isn't an 18-year-old kid. This is someone with exceptionally high standards, as we constantly hear about. The ball ran under his foot and away. Ran under his foot. That uh, if, 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 if I did that, then you, I, I would wouldn't forgive myself I would expect to get abused for that but honestly and you can say it's because I'm anti Ruben Reed but this season he's yeah, had his injury to start with he's then found it difficult to get his way back in because we don't really play that way but if he's a striker of his pedigree scored a lot of goals in his career it's his experience he should be getting a shot on target there. That ball should not run under his foot. If a if a twenty year old kid did that, you would throw your hands up and and shout something for that. But for somebody of his age to do that, I, I just think it's unforgivable. And and I'd say that if it was anybody, if it was Yusuf, uh, no, another experienced head. Uh, uh, it's not because it's Ruben Reed, but if he's not equally disappointed in himself as I am disappointed that he didn't get that shot away, then. There's something wrong, I'd say. He's not angry. He's just disappointed. I'm just disappointed, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. But really, are you disappointed now? You've slept on it, whereas yesterday you were angry without the sleep on it. <laughs> I probably, yeah, I'm probably a bit upset, but still a bit about both. But I've kind of, I've just thought, well, you know, what, what, what good would it do to our season if we'd have won that game? probably still be somewhere in the middle, wouldn't we? We just would have taken more points over Knox County because it's just us, isn't it? I mean, That's we, just us. We tried bringing back win them all. Yeah. One game down and we're already... Uh, we, well, we win say, the rest of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Draw them all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're, we're putting in a pretty good effort at drawing them all at the moment. Was, yeah. it last, was it last, I've tried to uh, um, blank last season from my mind, was it last season when we just didn't draw? We either won or we lost. Yeah, we did for and a long time, this, didn't we? It yeah. was like that first part of the season. I think we drew the first game. Oh, no, we did the draw first a couple, two, didn't, we? didn't we? Yeah. And then, was, yeah. yeah, and then we just either lost or won and never like drew any matches. It was Kingsland and Wilson first up, wasn't it? Drew them yeah. both. And we kind of went, oh, 
Yeah, the two teams that came up. Yeah, and then we went on a (laughs) silly run of winning loads and loads and loads and then lost loads and loads and loads and loads. Um, Now we are very much a a drawy team. Yeah. Yeah, so we drew, we actually drew one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the first, of the first eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 games across all competitions, including uh, FA Cup against Dover. Uh, Bromley, we obviously, it was technically a draw. Gabby Rogers scored later on. But then after that, we only drew twice more in the rest of the season, including that random nil-nil against Maidenhead right at the very end. So, yeah, <laughs> got them all out of the way early. We did. Uh, and now they're... Uh, Coming back. Chain around our leg. We're <laughs> dragging along with us, aren't they? Yeah. Um, Oh, we haven't won. Uh, Woking, was it? Last time we won? Yeah. End of... And still, uh, last time yeah. we scored more than one was that win against Wrexham. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see us. <laughs> I just can't see us scoring more than one goal. I know. Uh, for... When was Wrexham? That was end of November, yeah. wasn't it? November 30th, yeah. Oh, God. I mean, we, we, we have won since then. So yeah. We have won, yeah. won Stevenage in the Cup Barnet, Woking, and then Woking again. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Se- seven without a win now. Yeah. Or it's five win- five draws in seven. Yeah. <laughs> Two defeats in seven. Yeah. Stats, damn lies, and statistics, as they say. Yeah. So, who's next? Grimsby? Oh, no. no, no d- the d- Daggers. Dagenham. Dagenham, isn't it? Yeah. Dagenham um, on Tuesday. Yeah. Well, uh, I hope for your sake, Ian, I'm assuming you're going. Um, I hope, fellas, but <laughs> I hope he is. Because <laughs> I, I could see I, I could see us doing something um, with him there. And maybe I'm putting too much uh, you know, hope on, on one man's shoulders. But you just felt with him there doing, doing his thing as well, we could have... Yeah, he would have had a shot. He would have had a, a few a few digs in on goal. But ugh. Reaping, reaping, reaping. It is slightly bonkers that we are putting a yeah. tiny bit of pressure on someone who played 72 minutes in a nil-nil away at Eastleigh. Yeah. And then played and scored 56 minutes against Maidenhead. Mm. But he did more than any of our other strikers have in the... Well, maybe that's a bit unfair on you if he scored some goals and he... And, and quickly. And go quickly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't that's our top scorer, Dave. I'm going to say, uh, yeah, he's... he's. Uh, I didn't realise, Ben, when you said last last time out that he, he'd, he'd been uh, substituted. I didn't realise he got substituted on and then substituted off. But just, yeah. yeah, yeah, he got sub-subbed. Sub-subbed. Yeah. Oh, there you Poor Joe. We'll have him uh, back. Yeah. <laughs> I would have him back. I would. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope he's. I hope he's back for Tuesday. Allah uh, Mala. Well, let's Dagen- talk about Dagenham. Talk didn't, about. Dagenham no. didn't play, did they? Which I think is part of the reason why Darren Star was so cheesed off that we've got to play this game because we've had two long away days and Dagenham have been sat on their jacksies all Saturday afternoon and can chill out. Were they due to play Bournemouth? Is that right? They didn't play because Bournemouth didn't play either, did they? Well, because they're in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah possibly. Could have been. Uh, Unless they were the odd team out that week, I can't remember. <clears throat> but yeah, strange, isn't it? That 
And I think that's what Darren Sarr was saying. He said he didn't want to play the game on that particular day. Lots of miles in the legs. And uh, Dagenham have had it easy. Dagenham are in amongst the playoffs and we'll be thinking about going up. But, but do we think back at home that they're beatable? There's something there to be had a go at? Can I just say at this point that if we'd have played the game when uh, you know the wind that wasn't because the wind had gone by the time that game was supposed to be played, and it. But yeah. so, so we we are kind of masters of our own downfall, I think. So yeah, but so with the scoreboard. Well, yeah, okay, but yeah, but I, I'm I'm not sure the loss of a scoreboard prevents the uh, <clears throat> the playing of a match. But don't know. Maybe there was some massive structural flaw found in the uh, in the uh, in the in the stand, uh, and that's the reason why. Uh, why they couldn't play the game, but yeah, I think anyway. Can we beat them? Yes, of course we can beat them. Yeah, if Olavola's playing, he can do anything. That guy <laughs> put him in a phone box before the game, or spin round and come running out onto the pitch. He's Superman. Is oh, okay. <laughs> Were you there for the for the away win, Dave? Uh, yes, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, the, that was an own goal, wasn't it, that they yeah. scored there? Yeah. Own goal. It's funny because we've only really just talked about Dagenham. We did. When, we, we were, we were going to play like yeah. two weeks ago, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. And uh, if I was talking to Terry again, which we won't do um, before, I, I, I would ask him about whether Azuma's brother's back in yet. I don't, I'm not sure if he is, but yeah, after being filmed, uh, no, filming his brother kicking the cat. But yeah, we I mean, were looking at that game as one that if we won that, then we, you know, it was a good, would be a good result for us, wouldn't it? To then keep in touch with things. Whereas, I mean, when we were on telly the other day against Chesterfield, the commentators on BT were almost writing Dagenham off from making the playoffs because I think they'd lost on that day. So they said that'll be Dagenham's hopes gone. Yeah, I think. Um, but there's, you're still, you know, the problem, I guess, is that problem of there is so much quality yeah. in that top nine, isn't there? Like everyone above them is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And then, but you've that... got the, then you've got the momentum of talking in South End below them as well. There's just a lot going on in that little group, isn't there? That top 12. Top 11, maybe South End might just be a game short, but they've got a game in hand. But, um, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot to try and get to try and whittle down to seven. I can all think they're in it without question, especially because they score some goals. They've got plenty of goals on that side, they've scored more than a fair chunk above them. If they can just keep some clean sheets and, and defend properly, they'll probably think they're in it. They don't draw games either, they've only drawn four all season, so. They'll either win or lose, and who knows where that will take them. But they've they've had a few dodgy results, especially away from home. So they lost at Altingham 3-zip, lost at Chesterfield, um, scraped past Weymouth, which is some effort to do. But, yeah. <laughs> we haven't beaten Weymouth. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> Still an effort. Uh, went to Dover. Dover took a, uh, took a while to, to break them down. Couldn't get... Away from them, Torquay only drew away from home. And we beat them when we last played them at home back in February. There we go. 
Who scored that day? Oh, Tom Knowles, 89th minute. There you go. Easy. Have a dig, Tommy. Have a That's go, it. son. But yeah, we said last time about uh, ruining other people's seasons. I'm not sure we ruined Notts County's season particularly. Uh, we just kind of extended their misery a bit. Dagging them, we could... If we beat them, that probably would be them out of it. Grimsby seem to have, after that, isn't it? They seem to have found a bit of uh, bit of form. Maybe we haven't it, ruined Notts County season, but if Bromley win their game in hand, they'll go above them. Yeah, they're a little bit inconsistent as well at the moment, aren't they? Ever since yeah. their manager got linked with that move away, they seem to be Bromley, that is, not Notts County. Yeah. yeah, Bromley seem to be falling away, but yeah. I think Dover could be down by the time we play him, couldn't we? It's down already, aren't they? Do you think Dover will make it into positive points this season? No, I don't think so. Are they minus four at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll probably give them some, won't we? I'd have thought. <laughs> ben no. <can't> really... <laughs> no. Ben's got... Ben is eating his dinner at the moment. I am. Yeah. He's got like um, <laughs> every time something... Slightly negative comes up. He's got a mouthful of food and has to quickly <laughs> yeah. swallow it. Yeah, and shake it's like his they head. Time it. Yeah. <laughs> shake his head furiously. Not good for the digestion. That I don't no, think. No. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Um, Is as our season goes on, are we just going to now be talking about? Oh, who do we think is going to make the playoffs now? As the top seven just goes like this, yeah. or are we still going to try and talk about Yeovil? We can have a bit of both, but the Yeovil bit <laughs> might take a bit quicker. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Should we do some questions? Have yeah, we got, have we got some news first? Should we do the news? Go on, do the news. Do the news. Shuffle mm-hmm. some papers. I need to get the like BBC Twenty Four. Dum dum. Um, we've been the, the FA have said that we're naughty boys twice. Us, well, not us specifically. The royal us. Um, Dave, you saw both incidents. How bad was the mass confrontation? Standard case, fast track two, breach of rule E220.1 in the 82nd minute of the uh, Eastleigh game. How bad did we not, quote, conduct themselves in an orderly fashion? Well, as, as I recall it, Tom Knowles was, um, went in a little bit on the keeper. Uh, nothing more than you would you would expect a little bit late their player came across threw him on the ground and uh, some of our players went in to uh, confront him and say excuse me old boy what have you done that for that's a jolly (laughs) rotten thing of you to do Um, I'm going to say I can assume that, that that is it but if Sticking up for your mate who's just been hurled onto the floor is uh, is again. Well, I I'd like to think that there's um, there's going to be charges coming Eastley's way as well because they have, they have accepted their charge for the same incident yeah. and have been uh, fined five hundred pounds as a result. Oof. We have requested a paper hearing. Right, going to be heard by a paper. Are we? I thought Dave was sat in a hearing then when you asked him the question and asked him for yeah. his evidence. It was almost like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to cross-examine? I, I may not have given correct evidence there if I said yeah, exactly what I said. They said may not have been said, but in that case, I'd like to ask you. Pleading to... the fifth. Like. <laughs> in that case, I'd like to ask you to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth, regarding the other mass confrontation between Maidenhead and Yeovil Town FC, where apparently in the ninety-fourth minute, 
things got a bit handsy. And yet again, we lost our eligibility of orderly fashion. What happened? Well, if, if, if this is the one I think it is, this would be right at the end of that game where Ruben Reed um, had uh, stabbed the ball home and um, uh, thought he was... What, what was it we said? It was offside, wasn't it? He was offside. And when we watched it again on the replay, he was offside. Um, but at the time... I, I I don't think I well I, I didn't think it was um uh, was offside but when I saw it again on the replay I could clearly see where he was offside so uh, as I remember Charlie Lee running onto the pitch I don't know if that had something to do with it um uh, but yeah maybe maybe that was it I don't, I don't particularly remember there being anything disorderly about it at that at that moment ninety fourth minute probably was quite late in the game it was the the, the the last thing but probably it would have been a bit of hard done by on maiden it if that's home. I, I don't really remember that one is particularly disorderly the, the easily one springs to mind a lot um a lot more what's our hearing status with regards to that one well because of the date of it all they have is that the club have until 6 p.m on wednesday the 2nd of march to provide a response now that date has obviously come and gone oh. um maidenhead were charged with exactly the same as well so both sides oh. have been charged there so we've been naughty boys and we might get another one as well for yeah. that one that we had yesterday yeah there was a yeah a bit of a, a bit of a scuffle but that, that one I, I i thought the one at um at Notts county their lad went in very late and very hard on Ben Barkley. Um, I, I, I could have seen that uh, being a red card. I, I thought it was a red card from from where I was sat. But if you've been to Notts County, you are a very long way up and a very long way away. So, uh, and the referee was um, was there. But it was one of those that I think if he was going to send him off, he would have done it straight away. So as soon as he didn't send him off straight away, you thought, yeah, he's only going to give me a yellow card here. But he did. The other news, transfer news. Yeah. Albie Skendi oh, yeah. has officially <laughs> left the football club. There you go. Now, is he still a Weymouth? Uh, apparently. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, his feelings about Yeovil, on the other hand, up for debate. Um, <laughs> he has left to join Orange County Soccer Club, who have plenty of English and British Links, which I didn't realise. Uh, head coach, Richard Chaplow, former Southampton player. Assistant, Robert Earnshaw, who is still the only man to score a hat-trick in every single competition he's ever played in. Fun fact, including internationals. Um, and former Yeovil defender, Rob Kiernan, plays for them as well, who we had on loan from Watford. Mm-hmm. And now, so does Albie. They called him a defender, didn't they? Call him whatever he likes. Yeah. I would refer him to him more as versatile, I think. Versatile player. Yeah. <laughs> do, you reckon, do you reckon Jed got him that move as well? His agent. Oh, Is he yeah. his agent? Is that what he called him? I yeah. don't know what he called him off the record, Dave. Yeah. Good old Jedford. <laughs> <laughs> they were once ma- they were once managed by Barry Venison. Barry Venison, there's a blast from the past. Wow. And they did win something. They won the championship. 
Ben swiftly moved us along from. Yeah, I have um... very deliberately. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. Want, I don't want to get the lawyers involved. Um, yeah, so they won. Not the lawyers, the, you have to worry about. I think. They won the second tier of the US thing last year, but obviously the MLS is a franchisee jobby. So, I'm gonna yeah. say you have to have hundred million or something ridiculous to get into it, don't you? The MLS. Yeah, I don't think Jed's got that. No. Um, so you see, there now is easy. Bought that club. <laughs> so yeah. There we go. Um, that was the transfer news. Albie Skendy hates the Weymouth. Loves the Orange County. Loves the Orange County. And whatever else, yeah. And yeah, something else. Yeah. yeah. He said okay. he was very happy, didn't he, to be in a beautiful country or something. Whereas, was that what he said in his the beautiful thing? county of Orange? Yeah. <laughs> well, should we do some questions? Is that all the news? I think so. We didn't. We didn't get anyone in the England C team. Oh no, there so, isn't. There is. There is like a, a sub squad that doesn't get announced, but Wilson have announced that two of their players are in it. Wilson, so, yeah, two Wilson players are in like the backup England C squad. So unless we've got wow. anyone in the England C squad, it, like the backup version, then no. How did Wilson get two players in there? Didn't Wilson I mean, they, beat us? They did beat us, yeah, but that's not... That, <laughs> Maybe that, they were watching. I don't think that's a mark game. of quality, is it? But so, Unless unless we declined any, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could decline. It's a couple of days before... It's um, in between, it's, it's in between two games. Night, yeah, it's a free week. Um, probably our only free week left. Mm. So maybe we declined it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe someone will ask in the press conference. Lol. <laughs> you're off air and working from home this week, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I am. You're right. <laughs> Questions? Questions. Do you want me to do them? Go on, you do them this time. Okay. Andy Cleave didn't lose his phone this weekend, did he? He didn't. No, right. he had his phone cl- duct taped to his hand. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, as Ruben Reed had his back facing. <laughs> How infuriating was it to see him let the ball run under his foot? Let Coatsy rant away and give the listeners what they want to hear. Is he really classed as a marquee signing? Priestnell's words, not mine. <laughs> Brackets, our so-called owner. Brackets. All right. <laughs> I think we need to remember that the Oval Town version of marquee is that mouldy tent. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Different definition of the word marquee round our place. Yeah, one end of that, uh, one end of that marquee is furiously flapping around in the wind now ever since the storm. Um, so it's well, it was the other day when I walked around. I thought you were gonna say one end of Ruben Reed is now furiously flapping away <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> well, I think I've given my opinion on Ruben yeah, Reed yeah. And, uh, and 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 his appearance, but do either of you have anything to say with regards to him being a marquee signing? How how is he going? I, judging I him on goals he scored, Ben. I don't remember that being a. I, I remember it saying he was like our number one target. Number one for target, the season, yeah. wasn't he? He was, yeah. And yeah. I don't think letting Courtney Duffus go and replacing him with Ruben Reed was a sign of ambition. I didn't at the time, <laughs> and in hindsight, I think even less so. I would have rather had uh, Courtney Duffus for the rest of that season if he'd gone on, whatever. But he might have stayed because he liked playing for the manager and probably would have cost us less per month than Mr. Reid, maybe. 
You're right. I am judging him on goals this season. He's been tosh. What can you say? The only, th- the only thing you can say is that he's not had massive amounts of time. Four minutes against Notts County, eight minutes against Chesterfield. I mean... Four minutes plus nine minutes, minutes. of injury yeah. time. 13 yeah. minutes against Notts County. Um, how many games has he actually started? Jesus. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't started much, and he, and he yeah, he was coming back from injury, but and and I don't, I don't look at it and think he should have. He should have you no know, five or six goals this season, but that that moment, he's got one. Just yeah, I think maybe there, I think maybe there's a, there's a question as you know. We're saying yeah, he's only played this season. That's why he hasn't scored. But there's a question around. Why isn't he starting games? It seemed not. Yeah. 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 Why are we not... playing a player that we signed as a left back up from rather than adding Yusuf and Ruben Reed? That tells you yeah. what you need to know. Yeah. Not been good enough. Absolutely not been good enough. His one goal was that consolation against Southend. Was it a penalty? No, it wasn't a penalty. No, it was like a stab in. The, the penalty you're thinking of was the last goal he scored prior to that against right. Notts County. Um, right. But yeah, look. He's going to be one of the more highly paid players in the squad. You've got to want more from him. I, I said a few weeks ago on this podcast that the only person I'd release if you made me tomorrow was Adi Yusuf. But the longer it goes on and when he has those little moments like, you're, like you describe, Ruben Reed might well end up joining him on that got-a-go-list very quickly because, you know, goals have been the problem. Well, yeah. we need to fix the problem. We need to find some goals between now and the end of the season or... It's definitely time to get rid. Yeah, those wages uh, somewhere else. A couple of questions here that were saved by a, a last-minute hashtag GCQs from Paddy Horsington. Um, uh, first one from Paddy: If we are saying that Southend are still in with a chance of the playoffs, had we won on Saturday, would we have been? I know I need to let go of this playoff <laughs> dream. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> um. Yeah, no. I, 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 there's probably a context around it, isn't there? Like, we know that we only score one goal a game, and if we don't score more than one, we're not going to win a game. Um, or it's, we've got less of a chance of winning a game. So we, I think that's knowing how we're playing and our, um, our what's the word I'm looking for here? Our failings in front of goal are like... What is what's hampering us in that playoff dream, really, isn't it? Whereas South End have Reed Mercy. Well, they don't because he's injured, isn't he? Oh, is he? They, they've, he's they've, out for the they've, season. Yeah, yeah, they've really? got, um, but they've got the they've got a lad on loan, Dennis, who I think did he score against us at their place? Um, who's on loan from Norwich, I think, and then they've got um, Harry Cardwell, who was at mm, Stockport, who was at Chorley before that, but um. Yeah, he seems to be scoring. But then they seem to get goals from other places as well. Um, still South End, but they, uh, uh, you know, from other parts of the team. I noticed Nathan Ralph made it into the England C team as well. Nathan Ralph. Yeah. Justice for Jordan Barnett. Um, yeah, I mean, the difference is the goals, isn't it? 34 scored to R28. Um, yeah. And they've they've just been on a run more than anything. I think momentum's a key thing. Yeah. Had, yeah. had had we won and we were on forty one points, then we'd have maybe kept the hashtag going, win them all, and that would be the only way to get involved. But Southend feel like they're on a roll right now, and 
Yeah, who knows? Who knows? They are as big of outsiders. I think it's probably seven from 11, but I think Southend aren't roaring themselves out yet. A uh, question from Harry Eaton. Amending my scale from last week. On a scale of adder use of scoring to an ex-player scoring a goal against us, how likely are we to actually score twice again this season? I uh, um if 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 we uh if we if we score twice again this season, I will I will give a charitable donation to a charity of you you two's choice. Let's say let's say I will give twenty quid to a charity to ten pound a goal. To a charity of your choice, if we score more than two goals again this season in a league game. There you go. And we've got Dover and we've got Kings Lynn. So there's a there's a good chance I will have to... I'll only do it once. I won't do it every bet, time we score twice. I'd better start a charity up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I noticed you said in a league game, suddenly remembering that we've still got to play our down. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he's <laughs> Dover more than you, but yeah, they conceded six at Barnet the other day, didn't they? But yeah, I mean, they only conceded one at Hewish Park against us, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. you think this? I guess that the lower end of that scale is add a use of scoring. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't think add a use of score too. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Between so. now and the end of the season, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Um, certainly not in the one game. We've 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 got some tough games coming up. There's no getting around it. Dagenham, Grimsby. We've got to go to Dover. That strange old scenario. Uh, Bromley, they're flying, aren't they? South End, they're flying, aren't they? Barnet, maybe, but <laughs> they just scored six. Kingsland, older shot. We get to relegate Weymouth on the 18th, but then we finish. Stockport, Halifax, Wealdston, Boreham Wood, and then Altrium on the final day. I mean, it doesn't get any easier, does it? We'll score two away at Weymouth and relegate them. Uh, have we scored? Two? We haven't scored two against Weymouth in a game yet this season, have we? Um, was the FA Cup match? What about the, what about the penalty shooter? How many did we score? That one, that one above two, I don't think. <laughs> uh, yeah, we really got to stop having a go at Weymouth when we when we've not beaten them. No, no, in normal and, time. And uh, what did they do? What did they do yesterday? Weymouth. Why do I think they had a decent result? I oh, know they lost. No. That was Woking lost right in the last minute, didn't they? Come up, oh, yeah. Anyway, wait. I remember it, it looked like it'd been filmed on a on a potato. No, on like a nineteen eighties you've been frame style camcorder. That's what it seemed like. You watch it <laughs> they back lost on two 0 at home to Halifax. Halifax, that was it. Yeah, that is a good result for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with their camera. Watch it on the national on the BT Sport highlights. It's like watching a magic eye or something. Anyway, yeah, there you go. Um, Nude Horseball on Twitter asks, "Whatever happened to the Alley fanzine, which is a fanzine that popped up and is yet to go to print?" Um, <laughs> so I don't know. It's just not gone to print. Um, Ross, it, if you're listening, and answer the question. Yeah. Do you, do you want a fancy? Oh, God. Ben, <laughs> Ben, quick, cut the cord, cut the cord. Ben's got a mouthful of food again. <laughs> and, and, and Ian's about to suggest starting up a printed fancy. 
And Ben's oh. just screaming, print is dead, print is dead. I don't mind peeling back the curtain a little bit, but Ian has been banging on to us for about <laughs> 7 million years that there is definitely room for a printed fanzine at this football club. Ian, was that Times New Roman I saw? Yeah, it was. Ian is Ian flashing a copy of On to Victory, which anyone of uh, my kind of age will remember being a fanzine that was produced um, by a, uh, a group of... Well, they were, I think they were Northern. Uh, I think Seb, Seb, who's been on a couple of times, he uh, he did it. And I think he was in Manchester at the time. I think at one point it was called the fanzine of the Northern Glovers. So that's us now, Ben. That is yeah. right. Yeah. It's your, it's your history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there you go. Mind. There's a question for our listeners. Do we think there is a, there's, a, there's, there's scope for a printed fanzine? Would you buy a printed fanzine if one was produced? <laughs> Yeah, and for how much would you be willing to pay for said yeah. printed fancy? Yeah, tell us. <laughs> Message us. Tell Ian, not on me. Okay, uh, question from Robin Batchelor. If we had a decent National League budget, which players would you look to sign for next season? Can be anywhere from League 2 and below. I saw Gateshead play this weekend, and they have some fantastic players. I don't know. Keep the rest of them. Keep all the rest of it. So you and Pollock. What's that lad Seager doing? Bailey Cargill. <laughs> I actually have an answer. Give me a second. I'm trying to find out where he is. Here we go. He is. No, there. he's in the league, and he ain't he at Doncaster. Kieran Agard. See. I think he went somewhere like that. Talking about yourselves. Still getting there. Yeah, yeah, I, I think uh, I'd keep a lot of them, all of yeah. them. Ruben, Addy. <laughs> Start off with them and work your way up. <laughs> Found it. His name is Alex Wall. Bring on is the it, wall! Is he a goalkeeper? <laughs> no. Oh. Um, he is a striker currently playing his trade for Havant and Waterlooville. Scored an absolute boatload for Concord Rangers a couple of years back. He's now at Havant, scoring pretty pretty good numbers. Can you define a boatload? Uh, yeah, 21 in, uh, 21 in 33. Wow. That's a big boat. Um, he's got six in his something or other. Uh, Wikipedia is not up to date for National League South, unfortunately. But he is a striker that I've seen a little bit of on the social medias that I would like. Havant and Waterlooville striker, Alex Wall. Well, if we're going to sign players off social media, we should sign Ryan Seager, shouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I find out his actual stats this season? Uh, but we certainly should be looking at uh, a place below us, uh, in, in, in the divisions below us, in the same way that we're, when we were in the league, we should have been looking at players that were in non-league. I think Peterborough is a great example of a club that's done that amazingly well. Go back to, like, Craig Mikhail Smith and uh, Aaron McLean and uh, I can't think of any others. Oh no, the what was his name? George Boyd. They had, didn't they? They, they had a yeah. few. He was very lad good called players. Charlie Lee at one point. He was. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember where he. I don't think he came from non-league, did he? But yeah, but um, yeah. Looking at the <laughs> the top goal scorers in the uh, National League South, top goal scorer is Sean Jeffers and Auburn City, Exover, and second top goal scorer is Ryan Seeger. Uh, 21 goals in 28 games. So, have you got? Have you got? Have you, have you got enough of a list there to get down to Alex Wall? Because I'm really struggling to find your stats. 
I can't say. Well, I'm looking on the BBC National League South top scorers, and Alex Wall is not on there at all. Are you he sure like, you're looking at the right like, season? Maybe he's like Southern League or something. Uh, well, where are Habit and Waterloo? Uh, it's a good point. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they, oh, no, they are. They are in National League South. Yeah, twelfth place in National League South. Are you sure you're looking at the right season here, Ben? It's in like last season. Ben's trying to sign us a mid-table, <laughs> mid-table striker from the league below. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I think so. When we played Taunton in pre-season, they had a... I know we've got a good left-back. Have we got a good left-back? Morgan Williams. Um, They had a full-back who had just come back from a trial at Swansea and was, you know, was sort of good enough to... They thought he could go higher up the leagues. And I just think it'd be nice for us to try and swipe some players you know if there are players in the area who are good enough to get a trial at Swansea surely they must be good enough to have a trial at Yeovil Town and perhaps get a contract at Yeovil Town I don't know I mean I assume we don't have that we don't have a lot of recruitment or a lot of uh, people around the local area watching games um, Not really so, scouting going on yet. No, it's a, <laughs> to look at that. So, uh, you know, but that's the type of thing that I think you know, there must be players around who have got something about them who might be able to do something. And if, you know, in the future, it'd be nice to have a old-fashioned reserve team or whatever they are now so that you can have these players that can come in if needed. Yeah. It's whether we can afford enough players to have a reserve team as well. Yeah. All right. Is there another question? <laughs> Are we going to get? No, that's all the questions. Oh, I just wondered right. if we were waiting for Ben to. No, I can't find any more. Oh. I'm trying my hardest, but he's a player that I've seen maybe a couple of years ago. But it uh, it says here he's he's thirty two, thirty one. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Can't like cheaper right. than Ruben Reed. He's only a couple of years older. Well, that's true, man. Yeah. But there you go. There you go. You wanted the name? I gave you a name. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, uh, Concord Rangers was 2018-19, according to his Wikipedia. Okay. 21-33, yeah. But, yeah. And since then, he's been to Hemel Hempstead Town, Woking, back to Concord Rangers. Um, oh, he had, a, he had a bit of a time at Luton, by the looks of it. Got um, scored a lot of goals from well, no, scored some goals for Maidenhead, and then went to Luton when they were in the conference. So yeah, it's been been about a bit. Have either of you watched the American Office? Yes. You know when Dwight does his research for Michael about who are going to be at Pam and Jim's wedding, and I think it, there's someone who's going to be there who he says. She recently, she's taken up cycling or something like that because he found her eBay account and that she'd bought a bike or sold a bike or something. Sometimes it feels like her like scouting things. Like, 
A little bit like that. <laughs> Just like oh, stalking people, <laughs> LinkedIn profiles. Yeah, he's yeah. recently acquired a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Can anyone tell us whether Alex Wall has recently acquired any pets? <laughs> we will judge his uh, success as a centre forward on that. We won't, we won't judge him by the goals he scores. <laughs> we'll judge we'll him by the pets he buys. Right, should we call it? Let's call Let's it. Call it. Have a good week, everyone. Yes, enjoy Dag and Ham. Yeah, hopefully I will. Yeah. And we'll talk about it on Thursday for Friday. Thursday for Friday. Bye-bye. Cheers. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Boris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.